into business. So we were talking just a moment ago about the fact that you watched The Shining for the first time in your life. Yeah. Like a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Was it a few days ago? I don't even know anymore at this point. Yeah, it's hard to keep track of what the heck has been going on. So I, right before my vacation time with Holly and my daughter, Eloise. Our camping trip that we've been looking forward to all year. We've been looking forward to a camping trip (laughs) since the last camping trip. And the day before, I got COVID. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Literally had to cancel the camping trip. We haven't seen Eloise, and I don't even know how long. By the time we get her for the weekend next time, um, it will have been a month since we've had her. Since we've had her for like our... More than in a couple hours, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been really rough, um, but I, you know, I'm so glad that I didn't get her mm-hmm. and then get COVID. Yeah, because it was the night that we were supposed to pick her up and meet her mom at the school um my god what's it called orientation orientation school orientation yeah so so we had to miss that um but so the last like you know 10 days have been like a blur as far as yeah as far (laughs) as i think we're like day 12 or something now well it just went from like we're gonna have like the greatest vacation ever to I had like a 102.5 temp Mm -hmm. and that lasted from Thursday to like Saturday. Yeah. And it was awful. So so the first time I had COVID, I didn't have a fever whatsoever. I just had the body fatigue, the aches. Mm -hmm. I lost my sense of smell. Didn't lose my sense of smell this time. Um, But yeah. I mean, the fever was awful. It was, um, I was just sweating through my clothes every, every, every couple hours. I kept having to wash like your clothes, blankets, like every, yeah. I, and like to even change my clothes, it was like horrible. (laughs) Yeah. Just getting out from under the blankets and then being like soaking wet and like. (laughs) Yeah, you were literally like shaking and chattering like nothing I've ever even seen before. It was wild. Yeah. It was kind of scary for a couple of days, for sure. Yeah, the first few days were real awful, real scary. Um, And then just the classic after that, like, my fever went away, but then I had zero energy to barely walk around the house. Uh, My entire, like, my bones just ached Mm -hmm. all the way down. And, um, I mean, it really wasn't until about... Thursday or Friday of this last week that I started to feel like kind of normal again Mm -hmm. as far as energy. But I mean, even (laughs) so we, we had a, the pistol whips had a a show at high five spirits this last Friday. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I was up and moving around and doing stuff, but I had to come home and like take a nap before I went to the gig because I was so like wiped out. Yeah. But I feel like playing the gig really, it, I felt a moment, I told you this before, but Mm -hmm. I felt a moment while I was playing where all of a sudden it was just like it snapped. Like I was like, oh, it's gone. Mm -hmm. 
And all of a sudden I had like an extra gear. And to be clear, like he was in the clear to be in public for this gig, obviously. Yeah. No, I just mean as far as... <laughs> but as far as feeling back to normal. Yeah, you can, you can you know, be out of quarantine and still feel like shit yeah. for Oh, yeah. For weeks. Back when I had it like, what, almost two years ago now, I fucking didn't, you know, feel back to normal for probably almost two months. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it definitely took me like two weeks to feel okay again, like mm-hmm. normal again. And then having a show, you know, yeah. on uh, whatever day it was. I mean, it, it wasn't that long after. It was a... It was like the day after you were, you know... I mean, you yeah, were good the, to be out in public with a mask starting Tuesday. Yeah. I think. Yep. Or something. Monday. Yeah, no, it, it was it was uh, Tuesday, I believe. But um, it was rough. And so... During that time, though, you know, it's like we're supposed to be on our camping trip that we totally had to cancel. You mm-hmm. know, I don't get to see my daughter now. What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like we're in the apartment mm-hmm. and can't really go anywhere. I don't even want to go anywhere. So we decided to download HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> great, decision. Great, it, great decision. It actually was a pretty good decision because... Uh, we had a lot of time to kill, but <laughs> in in that time, uh, Holly agreed to start watching some movies that I never thought she would ever agree that to watch. he's been begging me to watch. I haven't been begging been you. harassing me. Harassing? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was begging. I was begging. <laughs> Listen, lady, you're going to watch these movies and you're going to like them, okay? So for like a little bit of, I guess like... Uh, backstory. I did not watch an R-rated movie until I was in my adult years. Like I was definitely 18 before I ever saw an R-rated movie. Um, I've never liked any sort of like, like I hate violence, like seeing violent things, hearing violent things. I remember my brother and my dad were super into war movies and I would be in my room doing something stupid probably (laughs) teenage girl stuff and I could like hear the screaming of like from the movie coming through my walls and I would get really upset and like emotional like I would cry I would get angry just hated even like hearing or seeing any of that and so that's why I've always like not wanted to watch any like violent movies horror movies anything that you know like you've been trying to get me to watch right so there's some history so there is some history on who I am as a person Right. I mean, like, Annoying. I, I was, <laughs> yes, no, I was like, you know, I think we watched Django together. Yeah. And I got pissed. No, you didn't. I, you I watched, got pissed. you watched the whole thing. I know. I watched the whole thing. But when, during that scene, that's super, super violent. I was like, what the fuck? This is so fucking, but like, you know, I was like mad and you were like, well, you can turn it off if you want. And I'm like, no, I'm already most of the way through the fucking movie. I'm not going to turn it off. But I was like mad. It was, I hate Quentin Tarantino movies and I hate that I can never say his name right. I feel like, but no, I, I really, really hate his movies. They're disgusting. Oh like, God. They're just needlessly no. disgusting. I know, but they're, they're pretty good. Everything else about them is good up until the like just absolute you just don't like stupid the gore. gore. You just don't like the it's gore. It's pointless. It's pointless and I think that it's harmful to humans to see that. Hmm. But to me it's so over the top. Yeah, I can't separate. That's that's something about me is I cannot separate like fake violence from real violence. Yeah. In my body, okay. like my body has the stress reaction like I'm really there. 
Right. You know, my heart's pounding. I'm sweating. I feel flushed. Like I'm nervous. I'm, you know, like ready to just bolt. Like I have that fight or flight reaction anytime I see, you know, violence. Yeah. So I agreed to watch these violent movies. So we watched (laughs) during the quarantine. By the way, Holly, again, (laughs) did not get COVID. Literally put my tongue in your mouth and didn't get COVID. I don't think we kissed like that. Yeah, we did. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's a little bit TMI for saying, the podcast. I'm just saying. like. <laughs> yeah, okay. But you didn't get COVID again. You took care of me basically the entire time. Mm-hmm. You put your tongue in my mouth, which yep. I wasn't going to say, but you already <laughs> went there and you still didn't get COVID. Yeah. What the fuck? I can get it. (laughs) I mean, I'm glad you didn't get COVID because I needed you to take care of me. Yeah. But but at the same time, I was fully expecting to get it. I was fully expecting to get it last time, too. I mean, I haven't had COVID since April of 2021. Either way, you didn't get it. It's been like a year and a half. And it was crazy. Yeah. That you did not get it again. But I'm glad you didn't get it because then you were able to watch all these violent movies with me. Yeah. So we started off. Which one did we start with? We started with Natural Born Killers, I think. No, I think we, we started with the one where the little girl was uh, raised to be an assassin. Oh, kind of. yeah, yeah. Uh, the Professional. Yeah, because you had never seen that either. I right? had never seen the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I had only seen bits and pieces of it. Yeah. I mean, just because that, that. one was really good. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was very odd and some... Well, it touches Parts. on the whole like Lolita aspect yeah. of 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 the movie, which is a young girl who's in love with an old older yeah. man. Which is definitely something that happens, but yeah. it was strange to like see it. Well, but in a movie, it's clear that right away, it's a lonely guy who you know, wants to take care of somebody. That's why he takes care of the plant. Right. Right. And he, and he only cares about the plant Mm -hmm. and he has no other possessions really. And then you have this girl who's longing for a father figure, Mm -hmm. a male, male figure in her life. She gets fucking treated like shit by everybody in her family, except for her little brother who Mm -hmm. she loves. And she spoiler alert loses. Mm -hmm. But, um, so I think at that age, maybe it's hard for, yeah. Uh, you know, I've always heard of people being like, oh, when I was a kid, I wanted to marry my dad. Oh, like, yeah. Little girls saying that. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, that's totally. I, I don't know if I felt that way, but I remember my brother getting pissed at my dad and being like, I'm going to marry mom. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that, yeah, like when somebody like nurtures and takes care of you, like you don't have an understanding of romantic love as a child. Yeah. So you see like somebody taking care of you is like, that's the only kind of love that exists. And oh, people who get married love each other. So. Yeah, right. obviously I'm going to marry this person. Yeah, but it and I like that it's definitely clear that he's not like a creep, mm-hmm. you know. That that wouldn't work. I was waiting and obviously. watching for that the whole time. I was like, what's I know, this guy I mean, about? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think we all could, I mean, especially now mm-hmm. watching this movie from, Yeah, you couldn't make that movie again now, I don't think. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could, but you just you know, she goes on and on kind of at one point like he's my lover yeah blah 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 and when that happened we were both like oh no like (laughs) no and that's the whole point that's the whole point or when they were playing charades and she like put that it was like a bra or something yeah that that, that was kind of like well she started acting like Marilyn Monroe yeah which that that was always a classic 
thing to mimic. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was know? Madonna, I think. There was Marilyn Monroe. There was Madonna because yeah. the happy birthday thing. That's the mm-hmm. Marilyn Monroe thing. Yeah. And but yeah, we watched that and it was, oh, dude, Gary Oldman. Who's Gary, that? He's the bad guy in it. The bad guy who likes Mozart and Beethoven. Oh, yeah, the crazy guy. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who is, anyway, a cop. Well, everybody's seen the movie, probably. Yeah, it came out in so, what, like the 90s? Other than 80s? we hadn't seen it, so. Yeah. But whatever. Um, so that was, yeah, that was a good movie. That's yeah. a great movie. That's why that is like a, a cultural reference, I think, mm. too. Uh, today even like I, you see things you see memes yeah I, I don't know the cultural reference i mean like as a is a meme or whatever mm-hmm. but uh i think that movie holds up pretty good mm-hmm. um natural born killers <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> i think it's funny because like for that one you're always like i remember you sending me like gifts or memes or something of them when we were first like becoming friends. Well, I, I was saying like we should uh, dress up like we should start a band, but we should act like we're yeah. We should act like we're the Mickey and Mallory from yeah from Natural Born Killers, <laughs> <laughs> like like uh, you know tube top mullet. The, I mean, I, the I fishnet do shirt rock the, tube tops. Yeah, <laughs> or like the, the the white shirt tucked into the like white jeans kind of yeah. look and like I don't know just it just seemed like a fun like you know like outlaw kind of thing mm-hmm. that we could maybe do which we never did obviously because yeah. that's not us but <laughs> so finally I, I've tried to convince her to watch this movie for a while and we did and I'll tell you what I felt afterwards like I shouldn't have had watched it before I went to bed while I had a fever from COVID (laughs) because I was already waking up in the middle of the night like soaking wet Mm -hmm. (laughs) shivering and then I would just have fucking you know because the movie is the imagery is so it's (laughs) it's so chaotic it's like an acid trip it's like a fever dream and it's has like these weird like non-linear like things that'll pop up the cartoons and weird just crazy shit and it, I felt like man maybe Holly was right <laughs> like maybe <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be watching this stuff because like it it kind of fucked with my head when I was going to yeah. bed but I did have COVID and a fever dream yeah but we watched that and then of course I had to sweeten her up with Titanic 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 <laughs> I did it again Titanic God Titanic <laughs> <laughs> adding letters that don't exist oh, yes man. that is not how you say titanic um i did that when i was oh you want to watch titanic she was like titanic <laughs> i was like yeah okay <laughs> but uh yeah we we watched that and damn that's a good movie yeah yeah it's, it's, it's just good. a classic right yeah um, the one thing I want to keep saying to Holly all the time, <laughs> whenever she does something, I want to be like, you're so stupid, Rose. You're so stupid. Why'd you do that, Rose? You're so stupid. And then kiss her. Yeah. I want to keep doing that to you every time you do something either stupid or like sweet. 
<laughs> it can go either way. You're so stupid. What Bose. do I ever do that's stupid? Nothing. <laughs> good, good. No, I don't. Good, good, good. I don't really know. Like when we were at hanging out with my sister yesterday. Yeah. I wanted to say, "You're so stupid, Rose." And it was over nothing. It was a stupid thing is what I'm saying. <laughs> and then And then what? <laughs> the Shining. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. And then we finish it off with The Shining. So, what are your thoughts on The Shining? <laughs> Sorry, I'm joking on coconut water. <laughs> um it was great. I really liked it. So I went in with the, I didn't know anything about the movie. I went into the movie with the belief that the mom and son were going to be brutally murdered and that I was going to be scarred for life. So I was very nervous the whole movie only to get to the ending and realize that they both escaped. Right. You know, cause like I was explaining to you, I think before we hit record, I, th- I hope it was before we hit record. I'm going to sound like an idiot. Um, when like when I watched Titanic even though I've seen it you know a couple of times I know everybody pretty much dies for the most part it's still like oh man I hope that they all make it you know every time I watch the movie like hopefully everybody's fine hopefully they missed the iceberg this time you know and so I was watching you know The Shining thinking that they were going to die but hoping that they why did you think they were going to die because it was a horror movie so the thing about horror movies that I have in my head is that every like nobody makes it out alive because the few horror movies that I have seen which I can't remember the names of any of them they're like kind of obscure like weird thriller horror um is like everybody's died everybody has died yeah well, I mean, yeah, that's that's usually... I, yeah, I it's know, like I everything like, that can go wrong in a horror movie goes wrong. That's why it's a horror movie. Yeah, but there's usually always a person who makes it. Mm. Usually. Yeah. I mean, in like mainstream okay. stuff, I, I would say. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, they make it out. Yeah. Well, and, and I've always seen like the, you know, I've seen like GIFs and like clips or whatever from... The movie, like, him like where he's where he's breaking through the door with an axe, and it's like, okay, obviously, nothing's gonna stop him. That you know, she's locked in a room. He's breaking through the door with an axe. He's gonna kill her with the you know. Like I was just right. expecting all that to happen. You were just thinking it was real life. Yeah. 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 But it's not. It's a movie. Right. It's a movie. <laughs> yeah, but it was really good. I liked. Um, you know, there were a lot of jump scares that got me. I don't know if they were supposed to be jump scares or if I was just a little bitch, but well, it's just music usually. That's yeah, like, yeah, that's the thing that was cool about it was like it was just the music that was fucking with your head the whole time. Like yeah. I, I appreciate psychological thrillers. Yeah, like when they can you know get in your head and make you kind of like nervous. I don't know. I can't do it all the time, but like there have been a few like that that I've really enjoyed. The movie score, the film score, is so good for that movie in the beginning. The. Yeah, and all the shots were great. Like the decor, like the hotel, like yeah. everything was just kind of amazing. Yeah. You know? Stanley Kubrick is all about uh, everything being, uh, oh, what's the word? Geometrical. It's mm. where, symmetrical. Symmetrical. Everything uh, Everything has a great symmetry yeah. to all of his shots. And that's what gives it that weird, like kind of haunting mm-hmm. presence. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so... That's what we've been doing, which uh, not the best way to end summer as far as, you <laughs> yeah. know. Just another COVID honeymoon. Yeah, and just another COVID honeymoon <laughs> before the marriage. Yep. 
um but yeah i don't know what else what else were we gonna talk about Hmm. oh we're back at the gym yeah yeah we're back at the gym no one cares about this i'm sure no one gives a shit but uh we're back at the gym and we're super sore and we're telling everybody about it every (laughs) anytime we move any part of our body we're just like oh man (laughs) because I went to the gym. I mean, I haven't really been around that many people. I think I told Will because I was literally trying to reach something and I was like, ah, ah. And I looked at him and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Tell me I'm doing a good job. Uh, I'm so strong, right? Uh, Uh, It sucks that I'm better than everybody because I'm going to the gym. (laughs) My God. No, that's not fucking true. Obviously. But. It's a joke. I know. Yeah, I've recorded, um, I had to work on music too while we had COVID. So yeah, once we went back to the gym, I feel like it it was around that time that I started messing with this song, right? Mm -hmm. I think so. Um, Yeah, because I was gone for a day. I went out and hung mm, out with my mom. Yeah. Worked on wedding stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You worked on, (laughs) yeah, you worked on wedding stuff and I selfishly sat at home, uh, and recorded, um, a song. I don't think it's selfish. Well, I mean, I mean, I didn't really need your help for, you know what I mean? It was like, I went Well, and you guys aren't even doing that thing anymore now. Yeah. So I went and picked a bunch of flowers. Um, James and Burke have a bunch of hydrangeas at their house. Explain who these people are. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, so James is my brother. James, your brother. Okay. Burke is one of for, our friends. For anybody who doesn't know, because, you know, you got to clarify yeah. a bit. So they've got a house that has like a butt ton of hydrangeas, just like a ridiculous amount of hydrangeas. And they were like, you can use some for the wedding if you want. And I was like, oh, that might be cool. Like if I dried them out, because hydrangeas typically dry really beautiful. And so I went and picked like probably a hundred hydrangeas and it doesn't even look like I touched their bushes. Yeah. It's, they're just still so full. It's crazy. So I went and did that. And then, yeah, we were going to, so we were going to have the wedding ceremony out in the woods at my parents' house. Like, I mean, probably like a quarter mile back in the woods, like through these beautiful trails. It's kind of like this like weird, almost like a fairy circle <laughs> type area in the woods that just is like random and kind of like cool. But the grass isn't really, they had tilled it up and planted clover for the deer and it just kind of wasn't filling in the way that we were hoping it would by this time. Um, and then, you know, the thought of like hauling a bunch of chairs out there and figuring out how to get the arch out there that we were trying to build that was kind of like falling apart and looking stupid. Um, I think that we talked about in the last podcast, that arch that we were working on. Um, and so I was like, you know, my mom has this really cool arch, um, that she, or like trellis thing that she already built like probably 10, 15 years ago. I remember her building it when I was a kid that's in front of her vegetable garden, which is like beautiful and overgrown and there's sunflowers and corn. So it's like really, really pretty. And their yard's just kind of pretty, I think in general, um, in like a very simple, like homey way. It might maybe just cause I grew up there, but, um, it's like a nice little area. And so I was like, maybe we should just get married here <laughs> burn this trellis that we put like six hours seven hours of work into that literally looks so bad 
now that I've gone back and seen it after you know because the first day we were working I'm like yeah it's coming together like it looks okay and then went back and saw it you know a week or two later and I was like oh no this is so bad um but yeah so I guess all that to say didn't really need your it wasn't selfish of you to work on music while I was doing dumb girl stuff (laughs) well Either way, I was very glad that I was able to work on music because it was the thing that mentally kind of helped me get out of my COVID kind of rut. I got super depressed. Yeah. I was super sad and like just felt like nothing was ever going to get better in life and that everything was going to be hard. I mean, like I Mm -hmm. just, I went down a weird rabbit hole mentally and uh you know didn't have much to do other than sit around and be sick and feel sorry for myself so when you left um i was i was able to record vocals Mm -hmm. i wasn't sure if i would be able to because man my lungs got kind of messed up from this last round of covid and um but yeah, I'm I'm super happy with what I have of this song. Um, I feel like this song. We're gonna play it at the end of the episode. Um, I feel like it's uh, a style that maybe people haven't heard from me. Hmm. That is something that I would listen to in general. The kind of feel of it, the style yeah. of it, um, the vocals. It's kind of like uh, putting on a character, though. Hmm. It's like a way to get out of my, the way that I normally sing and, and yeah. write stuff and, and perform. So it's, it's pretty weird. It's pretty fun. So I think the song is going to be called white tuxedo. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. I haven't thought about it yet. Mm-hmm. It was called gnome. Yeah. For a I remember while. That. <laughs> Lur- oh, it was called lurking gnome at one point. Just because that's what the beat sounded like before you had yeah. anything else added to it. Yeah. Just sounded like a. Um, but yeah, so white tuxedo. It's going to be on a solo album that I'll put out eventually. I'm just slowly working on songs in between all of the other stuff that we're doing and mm. and yeah yeah pretty much Got too many projects it's true <laughs> it is true um yeah we're, we're getting ready for our next big season of recording podcasts which mm-hmm. is kind of fun yeah um we have a an interview today with uh I'm just going to say it. Ryan Gearhart, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to talk about his new album, uh, Computer Mountain, his new project, Computer mm-hmm. Mountain, um, which is a really good uh, EP that he recorded, I think, uh, in part with Lee Dyer, I believe. I think so, yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's pretty, it's pretty like scary to have people that I don't personally know, like come to the home and like sit and talk to them mm-hmm. but that's like a good you know nervous scary like, yeah i know that it's all challenging yeah i just know that all we have to do is like be ourselves and be really honest and mm-hmm. and open and and like it'll turn out okay and if it doesn't oh oh well yeah but like um it's still just like kind of scary mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of fun though because like you and i aren't really social creatures like we pretty much only are out 
you know, in social settings when we're playing gigs. Yeah. And so it's kind of cool to have people over and like have actual real, you know, conversations with them, like lengthy conversations, more so than you would have if you ran into somebody in public and chatted for a couple of minutes. You know, like we're really like kind of getting to know people on a different level. Yeah. And that was kind of always the idea. Mm hmm. You know, in the beginning, it was like, oh, man, it'd be cool to have a podcast where we talk to like all of the northern Michigan artists, you know, mm -hmm. one to let people know more about them because no one no one has a platform like that, you know, around yeah. here. And then, you know, two to um, to get to know people and to have, you know, to to get to talk to musicians that when like we see each other playing all the time. Mm -hmm but we're always playing. So it's like hard to like ever go out and see each other. So this is a good way to like, Hey, come to my house and like, let's hang out. Mm -hmm. But that is scary yeah. <laughs> to do when you don't know people very yeah. well. And it's like, well, we're going to get to know you, but we're going to record it. Mm -hmm. And that's like the part where I always wonder, it's like, um, like, should we do that? Should we record? <laughs> should, like, it, it, does it cheapen the experience if we're recording mm. it and putting it out, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, the idea is to, it's all about the, the guests that's coming over. It's all about promoting them, learning about them, mm -hmm. and then sharing that with everybody. Mm -hmm. So that almost makes it feel like it's not so selfish, or cheapened, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. I'm always worried that I'm doing the wrong thing. I know. Right? Yeah. So I'm always trying to do the, 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 the highest possible thing as far as uh, doing a good job at being a good person. Yeah, being and a so moral person. I'm like, yeah, like, does it seem like I'm bringing these people over, luring them over, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then like getting them to like, tell their secrets and then be like, ha ha. And now we have it recorded forever and everyone can know <laughs> you know, like I'm always straddling the line of like, am I doing the right thing or not? I never can fully tell. I mean, it's not like you're getting people to come on here who don't want to be on here. I know. I know. <laughs> That's what I mean. But I'm, I still, I still worry about, I don't know. I just always have to check the motives and check the intention yeah. with every little thing. Mm. And hopefully, um, it'll turn out okay. Yeah. That's the problem. It's like, you just gotta like, it's like when you have, Hey, come on over, uh, someone I don't know. I, I want to know more about you. I'm opening myself up to be hurt by this person potentially, mm -hmm. you know what yeah. I mean? And so as long as I just trust that, like, well, I'm going to do everything I can to like take care of this person like while they're here and be like as truthful and honest and as compassionate as I can yeah. and hopefully that will just make everything turn out exactly the way it's supposed to be mm -hmm. and that's the hardest part to then follow through with that and be like oh fuck <laughs> so and so is coming over and I'm super nervous and yeah. And man, what if they don't like me? What if I sound like an idiot when I talk to them? What if I fumble over all my words? Mm -hmm. There's just so many things that could go wrong. And I don't know. Yeah. I feel like we just got to keep going and keep trusting that, um, that we're doing the right thing. Yeah. Well, and I think with, uh, Ryan in particular, I think this is the first person that you don't really know that I know. Yeah. I just know yeah. of him. Yeah. Cause like everybody else has been like your connections. 
Well, I mean, we didn't know Ernie Clark either. Yeah, that's true. You know. Yeah, and that but was like, a super easy one. They were, they were, they were great to talk to. Yeah. They, it felt like old friends getting mm-hmm. together. It was really, and that's like the best part about it mm-hmm. is when you set yourself up to do something that's kind of scary and it works and it's even better and you're like, man, that was so much fun. Like, yeah. and we we learned a little bit. It's like every person you talk to, you, you take a little bit of what you need to hear and what you need to know and you keep it with you. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, maybe that's the, the point yeah. of all of this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what else to talk about <laughs> <laughs> because we, we do have a bunch of stuff to do. Yeah. And, um, gotta go to the gym. <laughs> yeah. We gotta go to the gym. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, dude, sweating in the sauna. There's there's I nothing. Know. I know, I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> there is not a there's not a sauna for the females at the gym that yeah, we Yeah, which to. they, you know, made sure to not tell me before I signed up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, we have saunas and whirlpools and tanning. None of those they actually have available except for the sauna for men only. Yeah. I feel guilty every time I'm in Don't there. Don't feel guilty. Well, I do. It's, I mean, be- it's because I say stuff like that. Yeah. It's because you <laughs> sit and talk shit on the podcast. Yeah, but I'm not talking shit to you. I'm talking shit about the asshole who owns the gym. Still feel bad about it. <laughs> Doesn't change the fact that like, I and, still And am I still going to keep going to the gym? Yes. Yeah. I'm still going <laughs> to Am keep- I still going to absolutely abhor the guy who owns it? Yes. <laughs> Every time I see him, do I want to just kick him in the teeth? Yes. <laughs> He's <Wow>. shorter than me. <laughs> like, I could take him, right? I could take him. <laughs> We're not naming any names. We're not naming the gym that we even go to. So don't do it. Um, because I like the gym. I like going to this gym. It's it's convenient. The location is yeah. convenient. Um, Everything's great about it, except for the fact that they lied to me. <laughs> yeah. And, and the th- and that is a, a big fucking thing that we, we went through mm-hmm. with like emailing the owner and it was like a m- months, months, months long process that yeah. never got resolved. And, yeah. you know, technically you could say that we're kind of getting ripped off because everything that they have listed on their website, which is included in the price that we pay, mm-hmm. they don't have most of those things. Yeah. And I get it. COVID um, happened and it kind of fucked everything up. But we kind of feel like that was an excuse for them to not put a bunch of money into upkeeping the mm-hmm. facility. And a bunch of other people have said that as well. But at the same time, I say things like that, but I'm like, dude, but we have a gym to go to. Yeah. We and have, their equipment is like really nice. It's I mean, great. it's a good space. The facility like, is good. It's mm-hmm. just like they're not kind of doing all the things that they originally said that they were going to do via the website. Yeah. But I don't know. We could, we could go on about this for fucking hours. <laughs> but either way, the idea is like, I don't want to act like I'm so fucking spoiled. I'm just grateful that I get to go to a gym and work out. Yeah. And that it's there and that it exists. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot. It could be a lot worse. And it you're, could be. you're smiling at me like with this little grin. Because I love you. Because. <laughs> you're just sweet. <laughs> okay. You're well, sweet boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a curse. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so. 
we gotta we gotta go to the gym. We do. We gotta go to the gym, and we have to get ready for another podcast um, later today. Um, and we're getting ready for the the whole new season of uh, guests. I'm so excited about that. We haven't y- like interviewed people here in months. Yeah. Yep. Were Chance and Alice the last people we had? Chance on and Alice Galinsky were the last. Um, are they will be the last featured episode from like the last technical season, which yeah. was before the summer. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that'll be coming out. Actually, that'll be the next episode coming out. Um, and then Ryan's will be after that. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. We can switch it up. It, <laughs> or whatever. It doesn't matter. We uh, just are figuring this out as we go. We're literally just flying by the seat of our pants the whole time. And um, Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. That's the only <laughs> way to uh, live life, I feel like, uh, anymore, is just going day to day, every situation as it comes, and hang on. Yeah. <laughs> but... Hang on loosely. You, you you can't you can't you can't hold on to everything so tight because then when when things don't go your way, you know, yeah. you got that firm grip. You, you got to <laughs> hang on a little loosely so you can improvise. Is is what I'm learning. Um, so anyway, we're gonna debut a song, a solo song of mine off of my uh, Madhouse Gossip uh, album that is not out yet. <laughs> But I just, you know, uh, was pretty excited about this song. It made me real happy to record it. So figured we would share it on the podcast uh, to, I don't know, keep people in the loop. And Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to close out this episode with, Holly? Any comments, questions, or concerns, uh, take backs, uh, prayers, comments, uh, anything like that? As always, no. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Um, don't. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to listen to um, the community calendar coming out on uh, Wednesday, September 7th. That's at 8 a.m. where we talk about shows happening from the 7th to the 21st of September. And I uh, did an interview with um, Brian Belinsky, who is a dude from uh, North Carolina, and he's coming to the Noggin Room Pub on September 9th. Uh, He is playing there at 7 p.m. He's a super nice guy, um, and we do an interview with him on on the community calendar episode, and we feature a song from him at the end. It was a lot of fun to uh, record and edit, and uh, so check that out. 8 a.m., this Wednesday and uh, check out this new song from me. It's called uh, White Tuxedo. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
Also send us the dates of your upcoming shows and any of your original songs that you would like us to share on the podcast.